Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Podcasting pundits and journalists are busy releasing speculations ahead of announcements from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even Facebook. But are those opinion pieces helping or hurting podcasters? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. What should your reaction be? to these upcoming changes from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and very late to the audio party, Facebook. May I suggest that you have no reaction? As much fun as it is for me and others to speculate ahead of these announcements, I'm really concerned that they're doing little beyond increasing anxiety and stress amongst, well, you Now, that's an unfortunate side effect, and and honestly, I hate the fact that my breathless enthusiasm, which I get into quite a lot here, might negatively impact your mental health. I don't don't like that. Now, here's the reality, though. So I'm going to strip it all away. If you're feeling anxious and worried about that, look, whatever these moves made by the big guys that are coming out today, tomorrow, whenever, whatever they are, there probably isn't anything at all for you to do immediately to better position yourself to take care of them. There isn't. I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. I'm happy. (laughs) I'm really happy that there's not anything you have to do to take care of these things immediately. That's, That's just not how they work. It's rumored and likely going to happen. We've seen it in the beta versions of these things. For example, that Apple is going to be adding a frequency tag and displaying that next to your podcast, my podcast, everyone's podcast, so that when someone comes into the Apple podcasts ecosystem and is about to, is looking for shows and looking for content they can grab to, when they get to the podcast, they'll have a little frequency tag, probably daily, weekly. Great. And that's easy enough to do. Simple math can determine, looking at the feed, how often episodes are released. What label do we put on there? But is it that easy? I mean, what's happening to seasonal podcasts like mine? What happened? First off, mine's four days a week. Is that a tag? Four days a week? Or is it a daily? Or almost daily? What happens when I go on break, which I'm going to do the month of June? And for this year, the first bit of July because of travel, I'm taking off. So what happens then? What about shows that are truly serialized, not just seasons, but serialized and done? What's the release frequency of a podcast that was complete in 12 episodes and it's there and they're all released? You don't know. We don't know. No one knows. And here's the thing. You don't care either. This will be a determined 
thing. It is not a tag you can go into your hosting company and set. Remember when Apple was a big stink, what, two years ago now, about hosts and guests? This new display section Apple Podcasts would have for certain shows that would show the host and the guest and pictures of them. Huge amounts of hand-wringing around that. I might have been part of that. We have no control over that. There's no tagging for that. That's something that Apple decides to do and then gets in touch with you, the podcaster, if they want you to do that. Nothing we can do. Remember how bad our episode details looked inside of Spotify when Spotify first started adding podcasts to them? I mean, what were you going to do? There was one giant block of text that didn't um, uh, didn't respect any URLs you placed in, didn't do bullet points. It just looked like garbage on Spotify. Everyone was freaking out about it. But again, what are you going to do? Hack together a totally different RSS feed and send that to Spotify? Please. Would have been a bad idea because now they've fixed that. Again, without any real effort from your part, plenty of other podcasters are going, hang on. They got them to make a move. Facebook has speculated to announce some sort of a new discovery and distribution service, we're told. And that's in conjunction with Spotify. Interesting. Will this finally fix podcasting's discoverability problem? Well, I'm not convinced podcasting has a discoverability problem, so I don't think it was ever broken to be fixed, so likely not. It's probably going to be much more like a clubhouse offering than truly podcasting, even though all speculation talks about podcasting. But remember, you didn't quit podcasting to start your clubhouse rooms, did you? I didn't think so. So whatever Facebook announces today, Whatever Apple announces tomorrow, don't sweat it. Whatever Amazon Music announces after that, because you know they're going to, don't sweat it. You keep on keeping on. Produce the podcast content that you need to produce. Sure, make sure your fundamentals are covered. Yes, make sure you've claimed your profile on all of those platforms, and you can log in in the event they need some extra details from you, but they probably don't. Remember this, some shows in the various podcast directories, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, some of those shows haven't been touched in over a decade. They're still valid shows. Haven't added a new episode in over a decade. Again, still valid content. The owner of that show hasn't gone into their hosting company and done anything for over a decade. And they're all still available. They'll all play in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and everywhere else. Because it's unlikely that any changes these guys make will force you to make some drastic change to your show to stay active. It hasn't happened yet. And if it does, I promise we'll let you know. So send this episode to one of your very anxious podcasting friends and tell them it's okay to just relax. And if you love the content... And the idea that I just told you, you can sit back and relax. We got this. The world's not going to end. <laughs> Please go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and do that. Buy me a virtual coffee. All right. Relax. Chill out. Don't kill yourself today or tomorrow to find ways to listen to these announcements. We'll let you know if there's anything major you need to do. All right. And I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers.
While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.CRD.CO has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.